following is not professional consultation. We share our viewpoints and experiences. It's up to you to decide how to receive this information to best suit your life. Take it or leave it. What the sex? You've tuned into What the Sex, starring the BAMF, JP Severs, and Double D, Sarah D. This has explicit content not suited for an audience under 18. Topics ranging from being single, flirting, dating, relationships, love, and of course, fucking brings out from which they came. Do's and don'ts, and it's all just between us, the sheets, and anywhere else we fancy. So lay on back and brace yourselves because we're biters. Welcome to this raunchy edition of What the Sex. I'm JP. And I'm Sarah D. Powered by BampSwag.net. For all your t-shirt needs. Our third broadcast. It's it's very exciting to to get the ball rolling as far as you know the things that we've discussed so far. Um, where, whereas this one, it, it's going to start off a little bit on the more uncomfortable side. But tr- <laughs> trust me, there is a point. <laughs> yes, there's always going to be a point to it. So you know, and and I didn't want to get into the habit of of creating like specific titles for what the for what each podcast is going to represent. But I did have like something sort of in mind for this one and. And I think it's great because it both makes sense. It's kind of humorous, but the disgusting truth of the matter is it fits perfectly. And, you know, for this one, I, I would say that it's called Kids Thrusted into Adulthood. It's a good title for it. It's a very good title for it. And 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 again, I want you guys to bear with us because we're not we're not really condoning what we're about to talk about, but it's something that I feel like should be addressed. It, it, it's something that, you know, parents need to be made aware of. Of. And, uh, you know, a lot of it starts with the way we advertise and, and project sexuality, whether it's, you know, online, you know, with Facebook and other social medias and Twitter, you know, TV commercials and shows, um, yes. billboards, magazines, movies, um, you know, you know, even religion in our history has part to blame in the way the culture has, I, I don't want to say evolved, I think it's sort of de-evolved, you know what I mean? Like it's going in the wrong direction but you know. I, I would 100% agree with that I don't know where we where we messed up but definitely going not in the right way well you know and, and I don't want to single any particular one thing out because I think the problem is is that it is a collective of a number of things I don't think any one thing oh that's why you know yeah. I, I think it's just sort of the the you know the big bang theory all this you know the the clashing inside this huge pot and sort of just creates all these little you know back and force. Yeah, I don't think you can I don't think you can pinpoint it down to one specific. I just think just like you had said there's all this stuff boiling together has caused this mass explosion if you will right. of of craziness. So, I think that uh as you mentioned, we are going in the complete wrong direction of where we need to be as far as society goes and the children go and everything like that. I mean, because I, I think, you know, and I'll probably say this more than once during this show, I think, you know, there's a time and place where, you know, we, we can be free to be adults. Exactly. But by, but by the same token, I think we need to be responsible about where we do this. And where we adult, if you will. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and where we're adulting. You know, I mean, it's one thing. And if you're, if adult you're, in front of. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, because it's like, it's one thing if you want to go out clubbing, but if, you know, if you're going to wear something that's provocative, whether you're a guy or a girl, you know, go to go from point A to point B. Don't stop at the grocery store first if it's early enough that, you know, that you're going to be exposed to children and, and, and so forth of that nature. Well, it depends, I guess, on how scantily clad you're dressed in that point. You know, v- normal club clothes versus um, I'm a stripper at a strip club clothes. <laughs> you, you, you gotta, you gotta weigh those out. So, and and there lies one of the problems. You, you, you said it tends, but see, yes. what is there? There may be a standard definition, but who's to say what is conservative? Conservative versus provocative? Yeah, but I don't really think that. Um, I mean, I don't really think like cleavage showing is necessarily going to be something that is provocative. But I mean, I guess it's, if you ask me, first you ask someone who's super religious. I mean, just like you said, I guess there can be two different two different mindsets Definition. on that definition. Well, yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, yes, yeah, some cleavage, but I mean, you for one, you know, and I'm not trying to call you out or embarrass you, but you've, but you've got some some hefty girls going. Yes, I do. And I tend to, and if I show anything, that's whatever I show. I mean, but there are some times where I'm like, I've had to censor myself, where we're right. going out to dinner with friends, and I've got a, a, a low-cut shirt on, because that's what I do. And I'm like, eh, we're going to Applebee's. <laughs> I might exactly, know. which is, all, you know, obviously <laughs> they try to be very family-oriented. Exactly. It's, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll wear something a little bit different. But if we go out to like a bar where um, it's like a, a local sports bar where really the only people that are in there are over 18, right. then I'm like, well, free hanging, let's go. So Absolutely. I, like I said, time and place. Yeah, time and place for everything. There are some times where I'm like, you might want to check those girls. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and as far as mentioning things, I mean, because, you know, a lot of it, I think, can depend on the parents mm-hmm. and, and you know, the way they view the world versus perhaps even their laziness like whatever let whatever happens happens but that's like very lazy and a cop-out to not being there to educate your child properly i mean you don't have to tell them what anal beads are but but fucking teach them you know the basics but also to be aware of what to look for and what to avoid by knowing what to look for because it's like you know you're gonna get the tail sign that someone is trying to do something to you at your too young of an age that they need to register that as a negative and not go oh oh my god you know and, and and sort of welcome it exactly you you touched on it exactly I know a parent who has three girls and they all vary in ages. I think the oldest one is maybe about 12 and then nine and then five. So there's, you know, there's a big age gap. They're all kind of close together too. And she is very open with them. She is very much open with them, but to on an educational standpoint to let them know what it is because she doesn't want their friends telling them about it. You know, she wants to be the one to tell them. And even her little five-year-old knows it, but she brings it to their level and to their age appropriate level just so they're aware they're self-aware and especially with social media as big as it is she doesn't want them putting that all out there because once it's on the internet it's 100 percent true it's out there right. so you know and that's well, yeah, she even, even, well yeah because even if you post something and, and remove it no matter how long it was up someone could have saved it already exactly screenshot is the worst enemy in, <laughs> in this world <laughs> <laughs> so, you never know who's screenshot. You're like, well, maybe I shouldn't post that. That might get right. <laughs> Well, except that even Snapchat. I mean, that's that's why Snapchat is is quote unquote so popular. Is that it allows people to do such things, knowing that there's a time limit on on how long they can view something. However, yes, I was gonna say. However, 
there are glitches to get around that without letting anybody know that you've taken a screenshot. Exactly. And that is, I mean, I use Snapchat on a daily basis, but I also wouldn't put anything out there that I wouldn't want anybody, whether it's tight video or photo right. that I wouldn't want anyone to see because you don't know if they've got an iPad next to them or, right. or whatever they have that could be taking video or whatever you're typing. Well, yeah, they could record from their phone using another camera of, of some sort. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's- and that is why if you, if you are involved in Sarah's Snapchats, all you get <laughs> is the road ahead. Exactly. Most of the time, all you're going to see is me driving half the time because that's all I ever do, I swear. I can, I, yeah. But even whenever there's a text conversation, whenever you go into the private private text, you have to watch what you say, even if it's just a normal conversation because you don't know what people are typing. And it's scary whenever you see like a 12-year-old girl with Snapchat on her phone yeah. because we've all been 12, 13, 14, 15. And I know if I was 15 and Snapchat existed, right. well, shit. <laughs> oh I yeah, you, you you thought I sent a, a dirty picture? Prove it. <laughs> yes, I would have. I would have been in so much trouble. With look that. on my history, bitch. I didn't do shit. <laughs> they can't look on your history on Snapchat unless it's your Snap story. Exactly. <laughs> or unless they're recording it. I'm always. That's my thing. I, I'm not very. I always think the worst of people. Like that's why I would never put anything out there on Snapchat because you do think the worst. You're like, oh my god, somebody's gonna be recording this or somebody's gonna be recording that. So yeah. Well, even I, I, I you know, I, I hate to get off top, but I, I remember even you know there was a conversation that we were having on Snapchat. It was it was all done in text. But there was some sort of there, there was some conflict and I had written something that I felt motivational to myself. And and so for me to remember, I mean, because this was before you could actually save each message. Yeah. Um, and so I took a snap of my words and then you replied back. Why did you snap that? And I'm like, well, you know, and then yes. I explained it. But I was like, you know, that was the only way for me to get that information. Because, again, you know, at the time they didn't allow you to just save that message. And so yeah. that was the only only thing I had and because I snapped it at all it notified you and it raised your fucking eyebrow I do that with my sister too I'm like why did you do that why would you say that I'm like stop take that off well because it it ended up being words that were like wow that was pretty profound for what I needed to hear and you know it was was ironic that I'm it was it was just ironic that I was the one who typed it and was like well I should save it just in case I forget because I can always you know look at that picture later and go that's right okay keep on yep I remember this now yeah like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to my paranoid life. It, it I know, so right? Happens. Yes, it happens. That's okay. why I take medication. <laughs> <laughs> That'll definitely make the cut. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Um, but you know, to, to elaborate, you know, you know, again, billboards, magazines, all that stuff, everything is geared towards, you know, really it's geared towards adults in that they're the ones that have the money. Obviously, you know, kids that are 12, 13 don't have money of their own. And so as it is kids that go through those stages and asking for certain things that are more provocative, the advertisers figure, look, well, for them to get the money, they've got to go through their parents to get said money. So obviously by then the parents are the 
the ones making those decisions. Yes. However, it also becomes an issue if the parents aren't saying yes, because now it's a social issue that, oh, you know, so-and-so didn't show up with the new heel pumps, you know, that that poor-ass bitch. But hasn't it always been that way, though? Just not on such a broad spectrum as it is now because of social media, but hasn't it always even like the 80s and the 70s and things like that always been about what you have versus who you are? Well, yeah, but see, having designer clothes is one thing, but if they're not sexy now, now that's that's major. True. The you know tighter. I mean? it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's different from, you know, being able to wear heels at all, but like if they, they go up a little high and they look like stilettos, it's like now, yeah, I'm, I'm in the zone. Yeah, just like you had touched base before with um massage therapists and women wearing heels after 20 minutes, it's uncomfortable. Right. And these ladies are running around. I can't even do hard pavement for <laughs> more than, I think I wore heels this weekend for a work function for about two hours and I was in so much pain and the heels were maybe three, three and a half inches. Right, and not I was much at like, all. not much at all. It's like, how do these women go around in six and a half inch heels? I just like, do you numb your feet? <laughs> to be very honest with you, I mean, that's how separated from high heels and sexy it is for me that when I see a woman in heels and I know that they've gone any length of time wearing them, I just picture circus. Circus. Like those tall, those guys that walk on the stilts and they yes. bow themselves. That's exactly what I see. That's not very sexy. No, it's, I don't know when sexy became uncomfortable with clothes. With because it, well, it's not shoes. that it, it's not that sexy became comfortable. It was just more important to be sexy than comfortable. No, I mean, you don't become uncomfortable. When did being sexy become that? Well, that's, well, that's just it. I think, you know, through the decades, you know, not only have men's tastes slightly changed over the years, but the, the line that women will cross has has moved dramatically over the the decades as well and so you know these little things eventually add up to what what they're willing to do to keep or get a guy's attention this ang- this, con- this topic like angers me so much <laughs> like the things that women have to do to feel like they are important to feel like they will be will be wanted not that they are wanted but you know right. will be wanted by they have to walk out the door i mean i'm I'm guilty of it don't get me wrong i'm guilty of it too i yeah. I won't walk out the door without my hair done my makeup done you know with the right clothes because people are so judgmental and you really shouldn't care what people think but it's hard not to you know because right. it's crammed so much into you into your face with everything like you said billboards i can't drive down the highway without seeing a girl with perfect boobs and perfect this that's up on a billboard or open a magazine and not see it so Right. Well, because it's like, you know, like with billboards and such, it's like, okay, a woman's all wet. She's just getting out of the pool. She's wearing next to nothing. What the fuck does that have to do with a perfume? Yes. Why does that sound does, like- does she Does the perfume smell like chlorine? I don't get it. And you do not look that good coming right out of the pool or the ocean. I don't care. I don't well, care. Yeah, in you real are. life, you come up and you got hair in your face. You can't, it's in your mouth. You've got a snot bubble, you know. Yes. Mascara is running down your face like you just went to war. I mean, it's it's not or, cute. Or, or, or just got broken up with, you know. <laughs> like an emo, bad emo song. It's just yeah. running down your face. 
and and that's one of the bases as to why I wanted to attack, you know, the early teens. Because, I mean, it starts there, but that's not where it ends. It sort of yeah. just keeps going through your life that, you know, in order for you to attract somebody, you have to basically do the female version of peacocking. You have to draw that attention. You have to distinguish yourself, not only from males, but other women. So not only do you have to rock it and be sexy comparatively to other women, but you've got to be better than they are to, to get the guy's attention that you want the most. Because that's that's 100% true, and you touched on it as well. As you get older, it gets worse, especially if, let's say you are in a relationship, and then you're 40, 45, and you're divorced. Well, hell, now you're competing with all these 20-year-olds that all these older men want. So, I mean, like, you're, you're screwed. It's like, well, how much Botox? How much can I tuck this? Right. Can I lift this? Can, you know, how what do how I much yoga be? can I squeeze into a one-day <laughs> period so that I can suddenly be more limber? Do I have to sign up for three different gyms? So they don't, yeah. they don't tell me, ma'am, you have to leave. You're, you're grossing everybody out. Could you just, you know, head out? out <laughs> yes. We're going to need you to swipe your card out. But I think, I mean, you might find this different, obviously, because you're a man, but I don't think men have it as difficult as women do when it comes to society standards. I think by design, and I'm not blaming either gender, I think we're all at fault. I think it's just as hard but from a different perspective. You have to put a lot into your appearance to, to, to get noticed and to break that ice, but so do guys. But do you see, but do you really, I just don't feel that way. I mean, look at look at TV shows, look at movies nowadays. Right. I mean, the man does not have to, okay, in real life no offense because they're both good looking people but in real life couldn't adam sandler really get a selma hayek no but he has money so yes he can well that's what i'm saying but in the movies they portray that i mean and especially like a tv it's show to give guys like that hope but that's not that's not i just i don't like that i don't see, i don't but see even in that even in that movie his character had a lot of money which he did he did i actually just watched that movie last night yeah. so that's why it was fresh in my head because not that adam sandler's not a good looking guy but typically you know you wouldn't see that and why do we think we wouldn't see that because society tells it to, tells us because one person's better looking than the other but that they don't match right so so even if you don't see the guy's house you automatically end up assuming oh he must be loaded for yes if you see those couples together right you think, oh yeah he's got he's got I something mean, you know the a good rule of thumb is always try to i mean and this goes for either gender always date one above or below your own <laughs> Well, it is it's true, and 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 and, and you have to do that if you don't want people to give you stares for either direction. If you know, if if a guy's really hot, oh, and he's with a woman that's really hot, well, it's like, yeah, they want to make pretty babies. I get it. But if there's a really hot guy and this really average-looking woman, mm -hmm. I think that's the only time where it's actually considered like, oh, it must be for love. Because look at her. <gasps> It's the truth, I know. I get shocked when you say that, but it is so true. Whereas if it's a really hot woman and an, and an average or less guy, it's because of money. No, there's a lot of odd couples I see. I mean... Right, but you don't know one way or another, but you can still make your assumptions based on what you know from society. Like, yeah. there's no way that hot woman's with that guy because they, you know, love bowling together. <laughs> they might. <laughs> 
They might. That's very true. But from society's point of view, they don't that's get it. That's not the they, case. No. They, they, they run right to money. And that's why everyone thinks they have to have the perfect body. But see, I think that's more case with women than men. I don't think men have to search for the perfect body because of those standards, because of the society standards. I mean, just like we had mentioned, you could have like a king of queens where you have a Kevin James and a Leah Remini. I mean, yeah. you're not, you would never see that vice versa. Did we have this conversation? Have we had this conversation before? I'm not sure. I couldn't remember who I talked to about this, but you would never see vice versa. You would never see someone, you would never see that separated word. There's someone, an overweight woman with a skinny guy on TV. It's not going to happen. It's right. not going to happen. You're not going to see it. And that's where I think society gives more leeway with men than they do women. Women, you got to have this rock hard body. You got to have, you know, you know what I, I'm don't, I, I don't think it's gotta. I think it's simply, it's implied, but it's all done, you know, almost subconsciously or, you know, dangling the stopwatch in front of your eyes to make you think that you have to dress or, or appear that way. Whereas, you know, I mean, there are, you know, at least from a guy's point of view, there are a lot of dogs out there. Yeah. But there are a lot of guys that don't give a shit. And, and it's not that, that you can be and do whatever it is you want, but we're more practical. I think that's part of why at the same time, guys don't go to the, to the, the, the further extremes to to present themselves a certain way because they're going to look and feel and act the way they want to whether or not it gets them the girl yeah where where and and a lot of guys i mean i i for one i'll i'll, I'll put myself out there right now i for one am one of those people that want to get to know that real person i don't need yes. the facade i don't need the push-up bras i don't need the hair weaves i don't need the the press on nails you can go light on makeup but but really make Makeup doesn't matter either because again it's not really what you look like you know what i mean but you gotta have some type of attraction obviously well yeah but it doesn't need to be with things that are artificial understandable so you would prefer a girl who's more natural right N naturalness okay no, I, I, see mean, that. I mean i mean because it's it's one thing if you're going out to somewhere fancy you know you're going you know even for your wedding i get all that you know being dolled up i mean there, again there's times and places for it but in everyday life you don't need to put on seven layers of makeup just to go to the grocery store and back I I do. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably say I have it thrown like at first I wore makeup because I thought it was something I had to do. You know, I thought it was the way I had to present myself, but now it has just become an not an obsession of mine, but I love it. I love everything about it, but there are times where I'm like, I, I have to have a full face. I can't go to work without spending an hour before I go to work. I spend more money on my, more time on my makeup than I do my hair whenever I go. So like on the weekends, it's like a completely different me. I'm like, oh, I can have my hair down. I don't have to have a full face on. Well, yeah, it's your like, face can it. breathe. Yes. And I'm not sitting here. I probably have over $600 in my makeup bag right now because you got to have, I feel like you have to have the best of the best. And then there it is, the billboards, the magazines, everything being shoved into your face, making you think that. I just don't remember having these issues when I was younger. Like, I don't remember having to feel at 12 and 13. Like, I had to have the best of the best. I think it's gotten worse. Well, well do, you, do you remember when you started wearing makeup the first time? Like, like legitimately, I mean, because it's one thing when you're like five and your your parents Playing dressed you know, just it. to be cute, you know. But like the moment that you were taking it seriously, do you know how old you were? Um, 
I would probably say the moment I started everyday wear of makeup was probably 17. It's probably when I started okay. every day. I mean, it, it wasn't something, I mean, every now and again, my friends would be like, here, let me put makeup on you, da, 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 da. But I think it was 17 was when I would not go out. I wouldn't go anywhere to work, nothing without some type of makeup on. It wasn't just for a special occasion. And then ever since then, it's been almost every day of my life. There's makeup for everything. For everything, yes. And then, but I, but on the other hand, I've been dyeing my hair since I was in the fourth grade. So I've been changing my look since then, but just in a different aspect. So a fucking chameleon. Yes, I've been on black hair right now, but I've been blonde, red, purple. I mean, every every type of combination you can think of, I've been. But it's just because I want to change it. With that, without admitting any gray, what is your normal natural hair color? What's my natural hair color? Yeah, blonde. I'm a natural okay. blonde. Yeah, like a blonde blonde or like dirty blonde. Like a blonde blonde. Like okay. um, yeah. I'll have to show you a picture. Most okay. people never believe me. They're like, your eyebrows are so dark. I'm like, well, well I no, color I these. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Let me just tell you the color of my hair. And this was the last time. Picture, I will show you a picture. And I know I hate to, God rest her soul, but picture John Bidet Ramsey and her type of color. I oh, looked wow. just like her. Okay. I looked just like her when I was a kid. So, I mean, you if I showed you a picture, I'll show you that one. And then you'll see. Well, yeah, I mean, you like. know, even even my brother, he uh, started off as a very, very blonde child. But now he has, you know, light or he has medium to dark brown hair. And that's, it just naturally changed on its own but yeah he was very very blonde to begin with and now even without dyeing his hair he's become that color he's become that color <laughs> yeah women would pay to have the color that i used to have when i was a kid oh there's a, well, sure. well yeah that especially back when frosting your hair was in <laughs> or the sun in spray you never probably had did you ever see that where you like they would spray their hair and go out in the sun and it would turn orange and they thought that that was the perfect thing in the world well see that's yeah. just it i mean i i actually tried to frost my own hair but because my hair is so oh, naturally no. dark very dark brown oh, no. the, the best i could come up with was a light red a light red <laughs> I didn't even fully get the, the, yeah, I didn't even get the hair bleached out because my hair is that deep dark. I mean, it's almost, it's, it's um, with to the naked eye, it's almost black. Really? But it is technically a brown. Um, But yeah, it's like when I dye it. You dye your hair? Not often, sometimes, but when I do, you can hardly, I mean, the only thing that changes, honestly, is my gray hair suddenly goes away. You, I really wouldn't know if I have gray hair because I don't give it time to show <laughs> It's like every five weeks, like clockwork, I am in the salon and I'm getting my hair dyed. So I don't even give it time. Nope. And, 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 you know, I mean, it's one thing at my age, but even then, like I did, I did start getting subtle gray early on. Like I was like maybe 21, 22. I was already getting that one subtle wild hair that was gray. But see here then again, well, it's a trend right now. So I take this back for right now. I'll take it back. But men with gray hair, acceptable. Women with gray hair, not acceptable at our age. So like if you're, I'm 30 though, so, but it is trend now to have the gray. But when this trend goes away, it's no longer going to be acceptable. So. Well, acceptable to whom, by whom? I would say most women find men who have salt and pepper hair to be extremely sexy. I think a lot of women like that look when it comes to a man. But you have, a, if you have a woman who's 30, 35 years old and has a full head of gray hair, mm, how many guys are are gonna go up to her at a club or at a bar it depends on how old she really is if she's 30 or 35 how many women are gonna go up to her in well especially in a nightclub you can't even tell well, let's say <laughs> let's, let's say it's the neighborhood applebee's 
Okay. I mean, it could be fucking purple. I don't know. It's really dark in here. <laughs> and we'll, 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 we'll remember what you look like whenever the alcohol is out of this situation. Yeah, come out here and stand in the light for a second before we make this rendezvous back to one of our places. <laughs> That's the worst part of the night when the club lights come on. <laughs> And you're like, wait a minute. That's why, you like always, that. that's why you always got to skip out before then. <laughs> oh, that is so true. It's like about 10 minutes ago, you were looking like, you know, Sylvester or, Stallone. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Or or you do end up with that, that one booty call that you, you did outstay your welcome and, and it's the next day. And, 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 and I'm not talking about just women, but either gender wakes up and tries to figure out what wildebeest is laying next to them. <laughs> <laughs> the definition you just made me think of the movie coyote ugly where she was like well what does coyote ugly mean and she's like you ever go to the bar and wake up next to somebody and you rather chew your arm off than wake them up that's coyote ugly <laughs> and we've it's all been there it's true well, how much did i drink never drinking vodka again and then <sighs> of course the next weekend <clears throat> throw it up throw it up <laughs> <laughs> That's my song. That's my song. Give me my Drake. How you doing, Bill? Oh, oh, you! I saw you last week. Moving on. You might have to go to a different club. I just can't handle it here. <laughs> oh good jesus oh my god so again back to the original point for a moment before we go to commercial break you know uh, a lot of kids that are are starting to mature and and are getting somewhat educated in other realms they look at, at this side of society and and their area of society and a lot of them think that they're actually pioneers do you think that there's any truth to that like like think about what pioneers mean but like do you think that this generation that are you know 12 you know 13 14 do you think this is the first generation being exposed to it like they are i think i think it's sort of touched base on our gener on my generation but i think we just kind of we're at the very tip like we were the testing no i wouldn't even say the testing of the waters just but I the tip <laughs> yeah <laughs> we we, we we were partially exposed to it but the kids now who are 13 14 15 uh, they have everything at the tip of their fingers. And I think, like you said, they are the pioneers. So they don't, nobody knows what to do with this because we've never had to deal with it before. Well, I never said that they were pioneers. I said that they think they're pioneers. I actually think they might be though. I think they might like with this whole, this whole realm of things. It's like, how do we deal with it? This is the first generation where we're like, how do we deal with all of this and not have our kids so exposed to everything well, maybe i'm maybe i'm being too maybe i'm being too analytical but i think pioneers usually in part represents volunteering for something like you knowingly charge forward with whatever the task is i don't think that they're pioneers i think they may be the first with all these different aspects together being thrown at all these things like they're the ones being bombarded with all this new technology all these new social sites and, and, mm -hmm. and things that, you know, we obviously didn't have when we were growing up, but I wouldn't call them pioneers. I think they're the first to suffer the most, you know, just based on, you know, they're going to, they're going to get confused. They're going to see all these things. And if nobody says anything about it, they're going to look at it and think it's normal. So they're basically the guinea pig. Don't bust a nut just yet. We're going to take a commercial break. 
That's right. Keep it locked right here where you got it. It's Chill Lover Radio. If you'd like to air a question with your voice on our show, film a video or record an audio file and send it to whatthesexpodcast at gmail.com with no spaces or underscores. Must be 30 seconds or less. Tell us your name or that you want to be anonymous and then state your question. You can also write to whatthesexpodcast at gmail.com or use the blog entry form at bampswag.net or through Twitter and Facebook. Many options, any of them will work. We hope to hear from you. Click the shopping cart link that's at the top of every BAMSwag.net page and show your support for everything BAMSwag does. As of the summer of 2015, it's a new store and lower prices while increasing the quality. There's never been a better time to show your support for everything that BAMSwag does than right now. Swag it up. We're back from commercial break. I'm JP. And I'm Sarah D. And this is the What the Sex Podcast. I don't even think that being guinea pigs is necessarily the right choice of words either, because again, it makes it sound like, let's see what these kids do under these conditions. But again, it's not an experiment. I think it's adults fucking up and, and it's not just older adults. It's the problem is, is that we have so many, I mean, cause there isn't, there isn't two extremes. It's not like everybody's 80 or everybody's 12. There's all the ages in between as well. And, and they're each at their own stages of what their perceptions are so it's not just you know one view across the board otherwise we wouldn't nobody would ever disagree about anything right we'd all just be like yes <laughs> but everybody's trying to figure it out i mean because it's like when i was a kid i used to look at adults and go wow they all have it all fucking figured out yep. i became an adult and nobody knows shit <laughs> We really don't. I was the same way as you. I wanted, I was that kid. Maybe you were too. I was that kid to where I would rather have hung out with the adult and be around my parents and their friends than people my own age. Like, and it's because I wanted to be them. I thought, oh, just like you had said, they have everything figured out. I can't wait to be that old. And then here I am at 30 and I'm like, what the fuck was I in a rush for? (laughs) I don't, I don't like this adulting. I'll, I'll, I'll get to be an adult. I'll have all the money in the world. Yeah. I get to go and do whatever I want. I can buy everything I have, you know, everything I desire. It'll just be so much fun. I was such a little brat when I was my age, thinking my parents were loaded. I'm like, you have all this money. I want, I want, I want. And now I'm sitting here like, I don't even know how I could afford a kid. How did my parents do it? <laughs> you know, how were they able to do all this stuff? It is, uh, Reason number 5,000 why I don't want to have a child. I ain't got the money to have a child. <laughs> number, one, number one and 5,000. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the money. No. Too damn expensive. But I just think that this is, I just feel sorry for the kids nowadays. I really do because they have it hard. They have well, it And, and it's because hard. parents don't have, and see, that's the thing though. They can use, I mean, I, I, you know, as I've said before, I used to be a parent. Yeah. But all you have to do is really just address the issues and, and focus on them and and really think about it logically but a problem is common sense is not so fucking common and so <laughs> they don't know how to relate to the information let alone try to pass it on and if they try a lot of them fail because they they treat their kids stupid and a lot of people want to be friends with their kids and you got to draw that line you can't you can't sit there and want this to be your best friend. This is not the Gilmore Girls. This is not how this works. You know, you have to have some sense of responsibility with them. You can't let them run the streets all hours of the night because 
Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, I very much think that the, you know, the parent friends are a lot of the problem because mm-hmm. they're, they're such a, they're so afraid of conflict, you know, especially from their past experience. Like even parents that are like, I know what I did to my, my parents and I don't want my kids doing that to me. You know, it's, it's that whole, that, that curse. I hope that when you grow up, you have kids just like you so that you can see what you've done to me. Right. Another reason why I don't want them. (laughs) There will be a line outside and around the street. (laughs) Oh my goodness. If I had a girl like me, oh, kick her ass. Which is, which again, that's an interesting, you know, and and I'm not attacking you for it, but it is an interesting double standard. It's okay for you, but when you're trying to raise a child, it's like, they cannot be me. No, they can't. They can't be who I was when I was their age because you think you're you think you're invincible and you think and the exception. Yes, in the exception. Oh, well, my friends, but I I'm going to do this and I'm going to be okay. No, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And then I look back and I'm like, you're so dumb. The stuff that you did, how were you not killed? kidnapped or anything like that when you were your age the dumbest stuff that i did and that's and and see that's the dangerous part about kids trying to say i'm growing up i'm not a little kid anymore no matter how convinced they are that they've got it all figured out and they're on the right track fuck Mm -hmm. you you're not no very few have a real head on their shoulders you have no idea what is in store for you and i try to tell that to a family member of mine they're 15 and they're completely between the age of 13 and 15 their whole demeanor has changed they're dyeing their hair full face makeup i mean she looks like she's 25 years old now a lot more privacy and boundaries and leave me alone don't bug me i'm busy yes and she's way more into the social media and boys and things like that and i'm just i try to tell her i'm like look this this all seems fun you should have your fun but you really need to be careful because not everybody out there has your best interest. Not everybody out there is going to have your best interest, especially guys your age. But they're all Prince Charming. I'm just trying to find mine. Ex- yep, that's pretty much it. And it's like, no, trust me, you're 15. You don't know what love is. You're not in love. Yeah. <laughs> So, but Very without those- you can actually say that. I mean, because again, you know, as far as history goes, you know, you know, poetic genius such as you know Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. The originals was twelve and thirteen. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I must have slept during that part of. They school. were portrayed as children, so like you know, the Leo version was even still a little bit old for the original material. That's so think crazy. about that for a minute. Well, I guess people did get married even in like the 50s people got married at 16 17 but even younger yeah it was just from from the moment you start your period you're officially a a woman Mm. you have the ability to reproduce even though your body's obviously still not done changing yeah because you can have kids you are an adult at that age you're you're a woman just just like you know when when guys start getting real erections and can ejaculate they've become men Mm. God, that's so young. Like, that's just creepy to me. I don't know. It's just creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. creepy to me. But that's, but that's why we're talking about this is that mm-hmm. it. You know, not only not only to raise awareness to you know possibly parents out there that are listening to us, but also to look at the psychology as to what goes on behind 
attraction. I mean, that's why one of the other big things right now, and it has been for a long time, and I admit that I'm a pretty good, you know, supporter of it in one form, but like, you know, even completely shaving downstairs, you you look pubescent by doing that. Like, you look younger by not having hair distinguish your age. But do you think that's why people do it, though? But, well, I'm saying that's why people do it. I agree with you. I, I don't agree that's why people oh, do it. I think, okay. I think women do that because that's what men want. You know, but they that's have what that. I'm saying men want. They want you to look as young as possible. I don't know if it's about that, though. I don't know if it's about the youngness. I think it's just about the look because that's that's the porn star look and that's what they're that's what they want but where did they, but where did they get that idea to do that what do you mean where did who the idea of shaving at all it I used to know. be the most common to have full-on bush that you know it's like you know when you look at a you know a, a magazine from back then it was like a pop-up <laughs> the, the pubic hair was coming out trying to claw at you i don't know i don't think it's it's i don't know in my opinion i don't think it's based on making it seem younger i just think it's more of <laughs> I don't know, but I don't see it that way. I think it's more of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a cosmetic type thing. You think you, you see what I'm saying? It's it's more of like a, just like a, you dye your hair because you want to, you want to look different. It's just, I, and because it's like an attract, I don't know the word I'm searching for, but okay. yeah, that's how I view it. <laughs> I don't think it's no. I mean, cause, cause again, don't get me wrong. Cause I, I did give you that disclaimer. I do find it to be very pleasant if it is that way but i'm also not against having some it's just a matter for me when it's out of control <laughs> when you can braid it <laughs> right exactly i mean because even you know and, and 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 maybe this is tmi but even i manscape i just don't go full bald i don't know many guys who do I've never really been with a guy who has. Okay, now, so let so let me ask you, is that a good thing for you or a bad thing? To be honest with you, it doesn't really matter to okay. me. I mean, I think it's I think it's kind of creepy when it's fully gone, but that's just me. I, I mean, it doesn't bother oh, me. Think, I mean, okay, but think about that mindset, but now it's a woman completely shaving. But that's, that's again, society standard. So, but it's the same know. mindset. I know, but okay. As long, just, as, long as you're aware of that. No, I just don't want to like go digging for something. <laughs> If a guy is well, like, well, I mean, yeah, well, but it, see, it also depends on how big or small the guy is because, you know, the, the right guy and, you know, accordingly to the right woman, you know, let, you know, let's say for a blowjob, if it's big enough, she still won't ever get to the pubes. So it won't, doesn't really matter. Whereas with a guy to go down on a woman, you would have to feed right through the bush to get to, <laughs> you know, the, the rabbit hole. <laughs> You have to find the buried treasure. Because <laughs> even even if you have a big vagina, you still would have to go through pubic hair to get there if it wasn't gone. I know it's like the next thing you know, they're gonna pull out a weed whacker <laughs> out of their back or shape it to look like the Nike symbol or something. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you're right, though. I mean, not only is it, you know, not only is society in their advertising teaching women to do these things, but it also creates insecurities for the ones who haven't started doing it yet or who are comfortable with doing it. So I don't know. I think you're comfortable with a lot of it because it's been so ingrained that to you now it comes naturally. Yeah. But would you start teaching these things to someone who's six to 12? No, that's, that's, no, that's, that's no, exactly. That's, that's creepy. No, okay. That's, now, now here's the one thing that I will say that I've noticed, or at least in my opinion, yeah. the 
the the problem with the way society would try to fix this they can't and here's why okay you can't have all that stuff gone and hidden away from kids until their 18th birthday and then suddenly flood it mm-hmm. with all these new ideas and thoughts there will be absolutely nothing to prepare them for that sudden switch so even if we could hide all of sexuality until their 18th birthday that would make them more fucked no pun intended yeah you can't fully censor them like you said you can't they have to be socially conscious of what's going on around them and they have to be aware of what can happen but there's certain ways that parents can go about talking to their children they can have an honest conversation with them and not not I, th- their, yeah. I, I think it's one thing to have the information but it's another to participate yes you can you can still know what's going on around you without this is what they're engaging. doing this is what they're doing don't do it yet until you're comfortable <laughs> and older and out of and the older, house yes. yes can you please wait until you're at least 18 years old again yeah, i mean because again i mean because I mean, again like you like you pointed out at, at the age that you started you thought you had a handle on things but you look back and realize that you didn't nope. and it was that self-righteous indignation that mom you don't understand things are different now this is what kids my age are doing mm-hmm. and just because everybody's jumping off the fucking bridge doesn't mean you need to be the one to do it too exactly but and just you know i'm i'm kind of a hypocrite when i say it but i would never change what i went through because it shaped me to who i am today but there's a lot of decisions i would i would have changed you know there are some interactions i would not have participated in there are some things i would not have done because either a they were dangerous or b it was just it was stupid but it's because i felt i had to right but yeah, there are some so, yeah, peer pressure does play a yeah. role. Peer pressure plays a big role. And especially if you surround yourself, which I always have, with an older group, you mm-hmm. feel like you have to catch up to them. You feel like you have to be on their level, you know, to be a part of that. Which is that, weird that they associate being stupid with, with being more mature. <laughs> with, <laughs> Isn't true. that ironic? I know it's very ironic, but I don't know. I was I was 15 and 16 hanging out with people who were between 17 and oh my god, this is gonna sound horrible for these people, but between 17 and 29. That's oh, wow. how yeah, that's how old I was hanging out with these people. It was a completely older crowd, and that's why I felt I, that's why I did would, a lot of things. You, I would you done. allow your 15, 16 year old to hang out with a 29 year old? Hell, motherfucking no. <laughs> But then again, okay. my mom did not know I was hanging out with somebody that was that age. So I would probably say my I was probably about 16 or 17 and I had hooked up with somebody who was 26. And I look back at that now and I'm like, how disgusting on his part. You know, that's just, oh. He was I mean, taking advantage of someone who didn't know better. Exa- yes. And that would be my fear for if I had a girl, my or even a guy. I mean, it, it happens with, it's not talked about as much. But men are, I mean, young men are just as much. Oh, I, I, I am and was scared of both. Because on one hand, I picture, okay, if I have a son, one or more, oh, crap, they're the ones I'm going to get calls about from other angry parents. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to end up being the angry parent because those asshole boys did whatever to my daughter. Yes. Neither yeah. one is pleasant as the parent. No, 
I could not, I, I couldn't imagine in this day and age having a teenage daughter. Well, having a child, period. I mean, well, having a child, period, yes. And, and see, that's one of my big things. It's like, as much as I'm involved in technology and so forth, I don't care how much money I have. Anything under 15 or 16 should not have a phone or some sort of device no. as such. No, I do. I do. I don't care. No, iPads. No, none of that. I go to, I go out because my, you know, I go out to eat with my friends. Again, they're older. They have kids who are 15 and 16, right. and their kids are just right there the whole time. I mean, just in their phone, in their phone, Snapchat, texting, Facebook, Twitter. And I'm like, hello, welcome yeah. to now. It's yeah. <laughs> disconnect. And even when they're nine years old, they're sitting there with their phones, and it's like they don't even engage in conversations anymore. You know? Well, that's because I feel like all, with all that technology, it's, I mean, you know, and I'm not the first to say this, so it's not like I'm breaking ground here. But it, but again, it's ironic that social media is a way for us to connect to so many people, but also be so distant from everyone else. It's 100% truth. That's the, that's the truth of the matter. I can I have... talk to you. I can write mm -hmm. to you. I can send you pictures of whatever. Mm -hmm. You can do the same back to me, but it's still on both of our terms. You decide what you send me. I decide what I send you. Mm -hmm. And because it takes a little bit more effort to actually get something sent to you and back and forth, that I have a little more time to make sure that it was the right decision to do something. Yeah. And social media has become such a huge disconnect for everybody. I mean, Green, I can I can keep in touch with my cousins, my aunts, and everything like that, and friends I don't talk right. to a lot. But that it still doesn't help. <laughs> I'm still not hanging. I'm like, oh, let's get together, let's get together, we'll do this. And then still, I haven't seen them in like five years. <laughs> no. And we, so I guess it's time for that group chat room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have a family reunion on Facebook in a group chat. And see, you know, more than clothes and makeup and hairstyles and even the way, you know, more so than dancing, walking, the way we eat, the way we even work out, the insecurities that if you're not meeting the minimum standard of your age group, especially at the impressionable age of, of 12 and up, you know, you, you, you start thinking about surgeries, whether it's something that you wait for when you become an adult yourself and deal with. But mm -hmm. see, by then, if you're thinking of something's wrong with you and that you have to change it by the time you become an adult it becomes second nature it becomes standard that this is what i have to do to not only make myself feel better about myself but so that suddenly guys will magically want me and i'll know they'll want me for the right reasons and not scare them away because of these bad ones i'm guilty of that <laughs> i was guilty of that at a young age for wanting plastic surgery um obviously never went through with it but well 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 can i ask you what it was you wanted to change yes i wanted to get bigger lips and I wanted a breast implant when yeah. I was, yes. Well, I, they weren't that big when I was like 17. <laughs> I mean, they were getting there. We, we as humans don't finish evolving. Open, you know, ultimately, we don't finish maturing until we get to be about 25. But even now, like even now, when I when I look at them, I mean, well, I'm not saying you've seen them in all their glory, but right. I mean, I'm even like, they could be a little bigger. Damn. Yeah, I'm like they could be a little. Bigger. I've seen I, okay. I've seen a pair of tits that are that are obviously smaller than just the cleavage you show. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying, but I'm just like even even when you're not being so provocative, I've seen cleavage from you. Yeah, but that's all some women have. That's the truth. I mean, not, yeah, not, it's true. Not but... even counting what you've hidden. Wait. <laughs> 
that's funny. You know what I'm saying? No, I a hundred percent get what you're saying, but but that's that's like in my mindset. Like I just don't see them as other people view them. I still am like, well, that new guy can well than the rest of us, but. <laughs> <laughs> Even when some people are like, "Oh my God, your boobs are so huge," I'm like, "Really? I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't think so." So, and then like that's with me. Like, I want lip injections. See that again? Like, oh, that surprises God. me because your lips are voluptuous as is. I know, but I'm like, it could be a little bigger. You always want to improve a little bit more. You're like, make it be a little. But bit you don't bigger. want to end up looking like a muppet. No, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> But see, that no, that would be my fear. It's like that blonde, uh, that blonde puppet that has the blonde yes. hair. Oh, you know, man, yeah, her lips are freaking ridiculous. That's so true. But there are women that look like that. The, the, the surgery gone wrong. But the, see, that's why you get that that stuff. I think it's called Restylane, to where it's only in there for a couple months and then it goes down. You know, like goes away. So it's like, well, maybe I should test it out. But then you know, you see so much of the stuff, and I'm even sitting here at 30 years old, like, what? Well, I could use some Botox there. I could use some Botox there. I could use some Botox here. Okay, but let me ask you: Have you been able to analyze whether or not it's it's only self-image or because you want to be attracted by someone? It's it's for my own self. Okay. I will sit there. Well, no, let me change that. Not for like okay. my, my own self, but. It's because I don't want people staring. You know what I mean? Like I will sit there and I will look in the mirror and I will just see like these two lines. And then they're like laugh lines. And then the ones right, right up here by your eyebrow, like near your forehead. Like I don't have the forehead lines, just right there, those crease ones. And I sit there and I will literally just stare at them and be like, I just, just let me inject a little something there. And then I won't have that line anymore. But <laughs> it's Filament all because, with putty, you know. Yes, some spackle. That's what that's what the makeup's for. But then when the makeup starts to crack, you're like, oh shit. So, yeah, where's my cover up? Yeah, I need my concealer. Put some more putty in there. Fill in the cracks. So, yeah, I mean, you know, surgeries like lips, labias that we talked about before. You know, there's you know, there's even butt implants that you can get. Oh, obviously that's... breasts, and then you know, there there is the anti aging stuff. That people are, people, but people are are even changing their skin tones. They're getting contact lenses in a different color. Yeah, you know, I mentioned weaves before i mean they're basically cheating genetics they're changing their entire appearance by going for one right. trip to the store it's right. it's crazy how different a person can look you take a female and you put nails eyelashes right. contacts weave yeah. makeup you, you know, can change and, her whole appearance and it reminds me of uh you know a, a, a bit by chris rock he said that you know a woman wears breasts on nails fake breasts eyelashes dyes her hair and you want men to tell the fucking truth fuck you <laughs> That's so true, though. Everything about you is a lie. <laughs> that is so true. Hey, I like my fake nails. They look good. <laughs> More power. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people can't even grow them for whatever reason, whether it's, you know, I mean, there is there's a number of reasons, whether it's genetics, malnutrition, you know, your, maybe your occupation gets in the way and you can't grow them, you know, whatever the case may be. I think that, again, is one of the few exceptions. I'm a biter. To, <laughs> we'll see. There you go. <laughs> At least if they're plastic, maybe you won't swallow them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a swallower, though. So. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's, it, well, okay. <laughs> but uh, don't you? <laughs> 
I mean, even some of the terms that we use to to draw attention in advertising. I mean, obviously, it is more specifically porn, but like even the term cream pie. What? It sounds sweet. It sounds delicious. What is it? I want it. Give it to me. It's a cute little name. Oh my god, that's the farthest thing. <laughs> well, yeah, basically all it is 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 mostly pulling your dick out and then still just coming in that front opening of the vagina. But it sounds like a treat, like an after school. Let's, you know, I'm I've got I'm a little hungry, not quite ready for dinner yet, but I just want something to hold me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even with this. <laughs> oh, and some people don't. And some people that are, don't even know what that is. And they're like, "Oh, I want to try." Wait, wait, if they don't know what it is, then that's great. They managed to survive. Oh, I will tell you that. Uh, I'm going to admit this, but probably up until like five years ago, I had no idea what that was. I'd always heard it and laughed at it, but I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and I'm like, meanwhile, meanwhile, you're just thinking whipped cream and a cherry inside of a tin. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <Can> I have <laughs> one. <laughs> I want one. Give me two. Give me two. <laughs> I skipped that. Would, that, that would hit the spot. <laughs> and now I sit and I'm like, oh no. Well, even even recently, I didn't. Oh my God. I'm not even going to say it. Moving no, on. No, no, you got to. Up until, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to admit this. Up until like two years ago, I had no idea what a hot Carl was. <laughs> I had the Urban Dictionary. Okay, well, I'll admit <laughs> more than that. I still don't know what you're talking about. Are you still- the only one, the only one I know was one of the first ones that started hitting a trend was the the Dirty Sanchez, and that's only out of extreme absurdity that I that anybody knows what that is. I can't imagine that most people would even have done that. Oh, but because it is an idea. I mean, even if nobody's ever done it, there is a fucking name for it. Because somebody has done it at one point. Okay, so oh, right, exactly, and so I mean, you know what a Dirty Sanchez is, right? I I think so. <laughs> I'm like sitting here with Google right now. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't tell you what it. But you need to. I mean, because I don't have that access right now. I'm on. I'm on here with you. So would you tell me what your Carl one is? So say the name of it again. It's called a hot Carl. A hot Carl. Okay. What what, what is what is a hot Carl? <laughs> No, no, you stepped into this. You got to share. Okay. This is an adult show, so fuck it. Say what. No, I know. I know what it is. But actually, this Urban Dictionary is different from what the one I have seen it for a hot Carl. Because this one says most everyone is wrong. A hot Carl is the act of putting saran over the face and taking a dump on it. That's what it is. See, that's along the lines of a dirty Sanchez. Well, that's where it goes into it. It says anal to oral is called a rusty trombone. Dumping on the chest. <laughs> I say this no nonchalantly. Dumping I know, right? On the, dumping on the chest is a Cleveland steamer, and anal to tit fucking is a chili dog. If you oh, have the skirt, <laughs> are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Probably not. If you have the squirts and can attain maximum heat and force a hole to the saran and onto the skin mouth, then you are awarded extra points. Carl would be proud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dirty Sanchez. Do you know what a donkey punch is? I've heard that one a lot and don't know what it is, no. A don- I think that's whenever you're like like having sex with a girl. I'll, I'll look at it. Hold on, wait, let me see. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. Yep, the donkey punch is when you're engaged in anal sex and when you're about to ejaculate, you punch the poor lady in the back of the head so her anal cavity tightens making the orgasm all that better oh my god 
<laughs> I will keep that in mind, but oh my god. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> like who comes up with this stuff? I mean Well and and see those those kinds of things obviously, you know, those are a little bit harder to find, but you know, I mean I mean movie I mean songs like Bedrock makes a reference to yeah. Flintstones, you know, it's kids are gonna hear that whether they know what it means or not. And 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 it talks about G spot and you know and it's like oh songs are horrible you know kids are singing it that may and may not know what g-spot even is but they're saying the word so even subconsciously it's it, i feel like they're being unfortunately groomed we we had that same thing too though i, I mean i can remember listening to def leppard pour some sugar on me and i had no idea what it was about and then you get older and you're like oh so that's sex, sex and candy Yes, I smell sexy candy. Yes, I used to sing that song all the time. And candy, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, how long my parents? What? Oh no! Right, flashback. I know. I'm like going through all my flashbacks. Like, why did they let me listen to that? I know, right? Okay, and another another big one of this generation. Lady Gaga, who you know, I think is a great performer. I yes. I, I dig I I dig her. I popping outfits and so forth. However, again, it shouldn't be marketed to that young of an age because even then, what I didn't know until re recently was that not only are fans dressing up for the concerts, but these mm -hmm. underage women are specifically dressing provocatively to try to emulate their hero. And th to me, as a, as a parent, that would be a big fucking no-no. Oh, yeah, no. My child will not walk out of the house looking like Lady Gaga. Okay, but see, would that be it? Or I mean, because would you still let let them go? No, and, and 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 look at others like that, let alone Lady Gaga herself. No, I mean, I would not. No offense to her, but her, she right. like like you said, I think Lady Gaga is amazing. I think vocally, her artistry, everything about her is amazing. But it's meant for. Well, yeah, I mean, crowd. she owns the fact that it's very sexual. I mean, she yeah. wears next to nothing. I mean, even in some videos, technically speaking, even though you can't see anything, you know, specific, she, I mean, I've seen her in a bathtub completely naked. Yeah, and I mean, I know she's changed. She's changing her persona about her, which I think she should. I mean, you well, now that she has all the money she has, she doesn't well, need yeah. to do that anymore. Well, I'm glad she doesn't because I think she is a true talent. Her voice, amazing, and she proved that when she sang the star spangled banner she proved that whenever she was at the grammys and sang that song she she's a powerhouse and she doesn't need that gimmicks and that and those gimmicks about her to be amazing but right. i don't well that, and I, well that and i think it's it's confusing between the different genders in music videos because it's like lady gaga for one shows herself as sexy but also powerful you know she's got that yes. she has that control however yes. in male music videos more often than not oftentimes more so in the hip-hop rap genre but even in some r&b men portray women women as prey well even in country it's even sadly enough it's even in country music too i mean it's in most there is there is a country song out. i mean i like country and there is i don't know her name i'm horrible with artist names but even she says to be a girl in a country song she she says why do i basically she's summing it up why do i have to be in a bikini sitting on the bed of your truck waiting for you to tell me what to do you know why do i you know 
right. she, she doesn't think that girls should be betrayed that way as sex objects, which in most male videos, they are portrayed that way. They are, right. like you said, rap and hip hop, they're backup dancers. And, but in Lady Gaga, she takes full control and she might be that sexual being, but like you said, she, she owns it. She's the one in control. She's the one that's the power. Right. The power which is situation. fine. But again, you, you look, you know, the next video that comes on might be the guy saying, that's just some fucking bitch, blah, 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 blah. Superman that hoe. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where did music go? Where did music go nowadays? And again, one of the other springboards into why we're talking about this is that, you know, as a teen, you find yourself, if you do start wearing things like that, that, you know, show a little bit more skin, they, they get the guy, you know, the boy's attention, really. They're not guys yet. They're not men. But to start getting that attraction from anybody, even even if you're lesbian or gay, if you're if you're dressing in a way that are getting other people to get attracted to you sexually... Yeah, you start hearing these compliments and it does feed your ego and it's like, oh, wow, you know, these, this person likes me or this group of likes me and I'm popular or whatever have you. But the problem with that is, is that as you do mature and you start hearing it over and over and over again, even that loses its value. So as you become an actual adult where things can be like, all right, who wants this? Mm hmm. People are going to offer and say, yeah, I want this. But then you're like, ew, you just want that. It's, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, I don't even know what to say to that because it's the truth. That's it's so fucked up because it's like you know you're underage. You're 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 you shouldn't be allowed to be that way. No. And then you get to be a legal person, and by then you you've heard it all. Unfortunately, both and true you know. and lies. A lot of you know. Let's face it. A lot of guys will lie, thinking and saying and and doing just what they think you want, whereas it's not really their their real nature, mm -hmm. which which is scary as well. Because then that makes it harder for a real person to get through. Because you know, when you initially talk to someone and they just say, "Hey, hey, I like your eyes. Oh my God, your lips are sexy." It's like, yeah, but what makes you different than everybody else that fucking says that? Yeah, I guess you become numb to it. The whole it becomes it, be it becomes so standard yes. that it almost makes you a, a snobby narcissist because you're like, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and that's it. Like you don't respond. You thinking, okay, this guy just wants to get in my pants. Fuck off. You you blow him off, and there's well, no real way for a guy to, to to get into a conversation with you because you know initially, let's face it, your your first impression is usually visual. Yes, but it also falls into the to the fact of. You don't even know who to believe. You don't even know it's whether to believe men at that point because men will say anything. They'll say anything. So when a guy's like, "Oh my God, you're so pretty," and it's like, "What do you want?" Like, yeah, what, but you, what but do you know you want? what? I mean, I I know that there's a lot of guys that you know for for some sort of pride refuse. I mean, at least that's what they claim, which I think they're full of shit. But at least for their public persona, they want to to claim that they never masturbate. That they're they're always above that, that they will only get their rocks off with women. And by doing it that way, obviously, you know, like I said, I think they're full of shit, but it feeds into their, their ego, their, their, you know, their, I don't know, their digital version, if you will, like their version of themselves is actually on a pedestal. Yeah. That they wouldn't lower themselves to having to do it by themselves. And so they will do what they can and still try to play it nonchalant and cool, trying to get there. I guess I don't have that experience. Like well, I have. You're not a guy. Hello. No, I mean like with <laughs> the guys I know, like they openly talk about it and like brag about it. 
doing that, you know? But I don't, I don't know. But, I guess that, I but, but see, with you, they might already know what you're okay with. True. That's very true. That, I mean, might. this might be a little far-fetched, but it's at least, I think, in theory, possible. What if they over-exaggerate their ability to masturbate because they know you well enough to know that that might actually turn you on? They would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> So like, you know, so, so maybe like, you know, maybe they masturbate once a day, five to seven times a week, but then they're still telling you like, oh dude, I masturbated five minutes, you know, five times since I've been through this door. Like, yeah. Well, with a man, I don't know how painful that is. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I mean, I guess it's true. I guess they're going to say what's going to appeal with the same thing women do. Women are going to say what's going to appeal to the man. You know, and and how they're going to be, how open they're going to be and things like that is all going to be depending on who they're having a conversation with. So I guess that's true. I guess that's why it doesn't faze me because maybe that's why they say it is because they know that I'm like, okay, I I dig that. I get it. (laughs) So do I, but... <laughs> I mean, because it doesn't just, you know, and and as far as the culture goes, it doesn't just, you know, attack and reflect, you know, s- sexuality. But even in our language, like, you know, it's one thing when a kid says a random word that that we know they shouldn't say, and it's like, aha, funny, cute. But when it becomes a part of their vocabulary at such a young age to say the word fuck, um. bitch, it's it, it, it's it's like hearing it from an old lady in church. Like it just rubs you the wrong way. Like it's just, oh, please don't do that. Yeah. It's not cute. It's not funny. You know, but again, grownups do it. I want to be a grownup. I want to be accepted by the masses. What I got to do. That's true. What what can I do? Smoking, drinking, cussing, you know, it all comes into trying to be that person that you're not ready yet to be. Right. And and along with that and talking about social media, you know, the photos that kids are sending, because I, I do believe that as far as getting the term for it, I blame children for coming up with the word sexting. Oh, God, I hate that word. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> where, where they're essentially text is, you know, texting, messaging, Snapchatting, revealing in part or in whole images yeah. of themselves to other people, hopefully at least roughly their ages. And it's like, God, you're still, you're not even, you're, your body that you're showing isn't even where your body is going to end up yet. And then they have no care. They don't even, they don't even see where the wrong is. And because they're just, getting attention and that's all that matters. That's true. At that age, that's all that does matter with most people. But it's, I don't want to die alone. Oh my God. I want to feel special. I want to be that one, that person's one. Not at 16, sweetheart. At 16, you have so much left to learn. That is exactly. for sure. And, and and what's so strange is that even with the surgeries that are happening, they, they can almost use it as a way to encourage themselves to, to take even more measures, whether they're drastic or everyday stuff. But it's mm-hmm. like when you get to that point, it's like I not only saved the money for this, but I went in and had my doctor's appointments, and now I'm about to have this surgery. And then afterwards, they say, I went through this surgery. What else can I accomplish? What else can I change? What else can I you know put money towards and 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 look a different way Mm -hmm. (sighs) I was there I was at one though but I never went through with it thank god but I was that girl this episode is fun I I think it's stimulating intellectually but isn't it exhausting yes (laughs) I'm thinking about all this stuff and I'm like oh my god and you and you doubted me because you were thinking we're gonna talk about what yeah (laughs) what are we gonna Okay, if you say so. I'm not sure I understand. I don't think that's a good idea. 
but see, I found a way. Like you know, yes. it, it does make sense. I wasn't just like, hey, let's talk about little girls. No, like, oh my god, oh my god, so creepy. Don't do that again. <laughs> well, see, only because you're laughing so adorably, I may have to at some point. No, just... don't, don't, don't. But I'm, but, but see, I'm not gonna let you know. It'll just, it'll be at some point random. You won't know when it's coming. No, but, no, but <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, my only cure for all of this is that I, I think it needs to be in certain places that are out of kids' reach. You know, bars, nightclubs, you know, R-rated and up movies, things yeah. of that nature. But anything where I'm flipping channels should be okay if my kid is is happened to go from one channel to X channel and find and, and you know, shouldn't have to come across something weird in between. Yeah, the TV, the, the limits they push. And I used to get upset when I heard about the V-chip and what it was supposed to have done if it was going to get put into every cable box across the... I mean, I don't know if you heard about it way back then, uh-uh. but it was it was this device that basically... Basically, it's it's parental controls, right? Gotcha. Anybody, a- Anything that has the V-chip in it, you cannot access if you're underage, right? But I think it almost should be like that, that, that whatever we have to do technologically, whomever's watching or turns on the TV or any other device, it mm-hmm. should ask you or already know the age bracket to which whoever's watching. So if I'm in the family room and I've got my theoretical wife and my boy and my girl, when I turn the TV on, it should ask me what the ages are to and from. So like, you know, if I if we're all sitting down, I, I should be able to put on there, you know, ages three to fifty. Let's just yeah. say I'm not I'm I'm that old by then. <laughs> But but it knowing that there are ages three to fifty watching, it should know not to air any commercials that don't fit in that whole range. Oh, that's a whole other. That's almost a whole other. If I go on there by myself though and say, "Hey, I'm fifty years old, and that's it," I ought to be able to have that adult content without you know the the restrictions. But if my but if my device knows that there's a child present it should display things that are more age appropriate. I mean, because there's there's things for adults that we can watch that don't have to be negative to kids. It just doesn't apply to them. It's like, you know, fucking tires. You know, they don't yeah. need tires, but it's not going to offend them that they saw a tire commercial. Unlike if they see like a Viagra commercial. I was or, just going to say, know, or, or, yeah. or one of those late night extends bullshit. <laughs> Or those, or those um, cable 900 LEDs. hotlines. Call now and talk to live girls in your area. We're just waiting around doing absolutely nothing very sexy, waiting for you. <laughs> we are only a phone call away, but if that doesn't suit your fancy, you can also chat with us online. How many times did you call those numbers? You seem to know it. I just stay up very late. <laughs> Is that what you want us all to believe? No, because that shit no, no, even pops up on the Cartoon Network after hours. Oh, uh, see, I don't. Uh, well, no, the Cartoon Network. What am I thinking? Adult Swim. Adult Swim. That's yes. Cartoon Network. That's, see, no, that's not okay. That's not okay. They shouldn't share the same channel. That's not okay. It should, it should be a separate channel with password verification and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. No, adult film is but horrible. The, see, at the same time, I understand why they at least switch to adults because otherwise, why the fuck are they going to play 3 a.m.? Well, I will tell you, I like watching Scooby-Doo before I go to bed. But kiddish stuff like Barney. Scooby-Doo, yes, I agree. I mean, because that's old school. That's stuff from our generation yeah. Yeah. that has just evolved over, you know, 
the whoa decades but you know they it's just it, it is frustrating because again why would things so child-based be on that late and it's like if a kid's trying to go to sleep like you know it, it's eight or nine o'clock at night it's like it's time time for bed but mm-hmm. if they're like but scooby-doo's coming on next <laughs> that's what dvr is for speedy <laughs> why would they put that on if they don't want me to watch <laughs> that's why you turn that right off the tv off for them like I will record it for you. You can watch it in the morning. That's why they came up with DVR. <laughs> okay, but right, but at the same time, that's part of one of those little things, little piece by piece, that make the good parents the villain. You have to be the villain though when you're a parent. You have to be. You have to be the bad guy because you can't be their friend. If you're their friends, then you're you're walking a thin line with them, and they're gonna think they can get away with everything, and they can't. Then again, I'm not a parent. I don't know the struggles that you have to go through, you know, to say no to your kids or anything like that, but you know. Well, well see, it's it's one thing to be a part of the conversation, but the parents still need to be in control of the conversation. I think that's yes. where a lot of the parents have a problem, is that they try to talk to them like friends, but that's as far as it goes. And so the kids get this impression like what we're talking about is okay. Like, I can go do this. I'm just talking to you about it. That that it makes it, you know, it, it doesn't give that severity. Like, okay, it's one thing, again, like I said before, it's one thing that you know about it, but I'll be damned if you're going to participate in it. And to act upon it, yep. And, yeah. and, the, and, and the friend parents don't say that. No, they, they just assume that their child is just not going to be a part of it. But, I mean, peer pressure is the worst thing these kids are going to have to be faced with. Or... Or they, or they do say something, and then by that point, it's after the fact of, they, you know, the child's already done whatever it was, and, and then the, the child is confused. You didn't yeah. have a problem with it when we were talking about it before. <laughs> they love to just throw that in your face, don't they? Uh-huh. Oh, oh well, yeah, I guess we did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> okay, so here I have a, a small list of disturbing facts. Okay. This one's a two-parter. In 1983, 40% of adults had viewed porn one or more times. By 2011, it went up to 79%. That's for the internet. You think the internet for that one. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. And it's free. Hello. Yeah, and it's free. You don't have to pay for the Spice channel or anything like that like you had to back in the day. Right. We, we were talking about the labioplasty. Yeah. Um, between 2008 and 2009, it went up 70% as something oh. that women got. Oh, my God. Whether they were big or small, they had them completely removed so that they could look as young and empty as possible. Oh, my goodness. More Okay, so more than one out of five kids around the ages of 9 to 11 had accidentally seen porn. Accidentally? Like they somehow came across it, whether they were looking for I mean, because if you don't know what it is, you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. But you end up finding it. I mean, and it's true. I mean, because even I, I, I stumbled upon a tape in in my house's possession that I didn't know what it was. Okay, I can see that because I did that too. I can see that. Because I, I, even the name at the time didn't make any sense to me. It was called Dripping Snatch Number 3. It, it, if you guys can find it and you see it, that was my first horn for good and or bad. <laughs> but I came across it and I put it in the machine thinking that it was some sort of instructional video for some device that was in the house. And I was bored and wanted to learn. Well, I learned all right. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Three. What type of device in the house? Okay. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> More than half the kids aged 12 to 13 have social media accounts, which includes Snapchat, Facebook. But see, what scares me is that, you know, like Twitter and Instagram, they don't have any age verification on there. No, they don't. You can be any I age. see a lot more vulgar stuff on those two because Facebook at least tries to monitor. So like, you know, you see something you don't like, you can report it and they're usually pretty on top of it. Twitter and Instagram, no fucking shame in their game. No. Twitter, you will see the gifts and everything on Twitter are insane. Yeah. One in, one in five teenagers, girls, have sent or posted nude and or semi-nude photos of themselves. Oh, 100%. I can see that. Yep. That's very disturbing. So in conclusion, parents, wisen the fuck up. Yes. If kids happen to hear this right now, wisen the fuck up. That's part of the problem is that you think you already have and you haven't begun to understand. You are at the very beginning of your life. This is why you're not allowed to call yourself an adult until you're 18 for a number of reasons. One of which your brain hasn't fully matured. You, you, you suffer brain damage, as Bill Cosby would put it. <laughs> There's things that you have to learn, and just because you have an opinion doesn't make it a right one. And, 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 you know, to be fair, it doesn't mean that you're wrong either, but it doesn't mean that you're old enough through experiences, going about it the right way, being patient, to justify that whatever it is you're saying is right. Yeah. And that concludes this edition of the What the Sex Podcast. I'm Sarah D. And I'm JP. And remember, this has just been Between Us, The Sheets, and anywhere else we fancy. I can't wait for the next time. Ciao. That's right. Keep it locked right here where you got it. It's Chill Lover Radio.